that was a, that was a top poster on Reddit this afternoon on my way home. Was like this guy in World War II who like got shrapnel and is like behind his eye and lost his sight. Oh god! And then he got headbutted by a horse when he was like sixty two, <laughs> and like later that night his sight rate came back. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Which also like why is a half blind man like tending to a horse? <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds like a start of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my bigger question. I was like, that's so cool. Shame about all those wasted years. Who left this blind man alone with a budding horse? I gotta get home somehow. <laughs> no one's gonna let me drive. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you can't you can't see. No, but my horse can. My horse can. Damn it, he's got a point. My horse got two working eyes. It was like North Britain in the 80s, so I'm pretty sure oh, I'm that was sorry. the primary my way of getting My horse has around. two working eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody hell, he's right. Blimey, I can see again. <laughs> Come here. I want to see the other half of your face. But here's the other thing about that. Is he now lives in perpetual fear because like of being kicked again. Well, like no, but like like the rest of us. One good No, but like he's like one really hard sneeze away from going blind again. Yeah, like, seriously, that shrapnel's just still floating around in there. Yeah, and but and he also doesn't know like so it got knocked loose. It can get knocked back like What if it like he's what if gonna, this is his sense of smell? <laughs> <laughs> it's the darndest thing you can see out of both eyes but I can't taste nothing <laughs> make believe money make Welcome to Make Believe Money. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. Dan, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about National Lampoon's Vacation. I thought you were going to say National Treasure Book of Secrets, and I <laughs> I know we weren't going to talk about nope. that, but I got excited that you, like, switcherooed me. Well, I have to say that because that's... I don't know how to differentiate it from the remade Vacation, which is based on That this. is just Vacation. Right. That one's just Vacation. But so I want to just one. call this one Just Vacation because it's the original. Vacation it's what Prime. I think of when I say Vacation. Vacation But Prime. when I was, like, Googling for couple of facts here and there, I realized that I have to Google National Lampoon's vacation because otherwise the recency homes. bias on the internet wants to bring me up the 2018 one or That's whatever it was. very fair. I wind up with that trouble all the time whenever I Google pretty much anything. Like, I'm always meaning the thing before the most recent one and I always get the most recent one. Yep. Stupid. Um, this movie, this was like in the National Lampoon movie right they like did you see that one the like fake documentary the no f- i don't think they got that far they didn't no because that guy died just after after caddyshack set for something they did caddyshack yeah he died just after caddyshack because that's when he like went that's when he was like put on leave from the magazine yeah will officially. will national died right after caddyshack so mr lampoon finished the rest of the movies National hyphen lampoon. <laughs> <laughs> was there that a go. Netflix special or was that? Yeah, like, like Will Forte played what's his name. Yeah, now it's lampoon. pretty good. I would recommend. I haven't it. seen it. There's yeah, also it a really good decu- there's a documentary of the by the same name. I think that it's I watched also called like like something shocking or something like that. I don't know. Uh, That's not helpful. You can't Google that. You can <laughs> Google something shocking. You won't get where you you're going. What you're the title is like a riff on something, like if you were old enough to actually read the magazine when it was coming out, like 
you would have understood. It would have been meaningful to you, but yeah. like, um, I just happened upon it. I don't know. It's not fun to talk about it without knowing the title of it, but <laughs> it's good though. Yeah. Everybody, it's great. So, listeners, there you go. There's <laughs> that thing we talked about. A thing Damon and Liz watched one time. <laughs> Whose title is something. <laughs> Join us next time for the episode where we talk about whatever Golden Girls episode we can remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this this film, shall we do uh, ratings or, or plot? This is like episode 83, I think we know. Like, Yeah, she's saying which one, though. Oh, we should probably do plot first, right? What were you going to say? <laughs> Wait, what did you mean? I just mean we, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The the points are made. This up. is the, this is the quality of your podcasters, everyone. Yeah. Hey, should we do a thing? You know what? Yeah, Who gives matter. a shit at this point? Honestly, screaming into the void. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did go on. I got to, like quick plug here for anybody who's ever reviewed us on iTunes because I went on our like i Apple Podcast page and just like read our reviews and they're just so lovely and like some of them are from people I don't think we know, <laughs> which oh, is that's very great. kind. Really it's nice. been a while since I've looked at metrics yeah, me and too. stuff. So. I will say that the last time we got a review was in 2018. So if you're out there and you're thinking, oh, other people will review them on Apple Podcasts, I'm talking directly to you. The only listener. The only listener. <laughs> this is like what I learned mom. in my first aid class. <laughs> yeah, mom, get an Apple Podcast ID and go review us. <laughs> is my dad still the only one who's given us four stars? Yes, he's the reason we have a 4.9 <laughs> my dad was kind enough to rate us after the first episode and he gave us four stars out he didn't of five want us to get our heads too big yeah but you know i get you it. gotta leave room for growth and right. that says about everything you need to know with my relationship with my dad he's very supportive but like needs me to know that there's still room there 75 to 80 percent supportive <laughs> no he's great that was very funny um yeah, so if you're out there and you haven't reviewed us, please do because it helps us get to more ears and, you know, like... That we'll... way you can hear more of us talk about a documentary whose title we don't know <laughs> we and then beg for reviews <laughs> and then talk about how we don't know how to do our podcast. <laughs> My favorite murder is like half as put together as that we That is correct. <laughs> and they have a board game. And they have a board game and a book and a podcast network. I think we... we the us three people in our kitchen they in Chicago. Also had like a cooking show like before they even started. So like let's. I was gonna say I think I'm slack. owed something. <laughs> <laughs> At least one more good review yeah. in 2019. Damn Give me you. a current review. Um. Okay. So someone want to do plot because that's not Liz's forte here. Uh, you sure. got it, Damon. Yeah. Um. So uh, the plot centers around um. Uh, I always forget his first name. Chevy. Chevy Chase? No, what's Chevy Chase's <laughs> character's name? Um, oh. Arnold no. Palmer. <laughs> yep, you got it. His name Clark. is Clark. Clark. Yeah, Clark. I always want to say Sparky because that's your, Beverly yeah. D'Angelo's nickname for him. Oh. Well, like, that's a cute it's Clark like, Griswold nickname, I think. Yeah. Sparky. Griswold is such like a, like that is stuck in my brain so easily, but like. Clark. Clark just flee, like f- flees from my brain as soon as the movie's done. Clark is kind of a nothing first name. No offense to any Clarks out there. But turn this off and go. (laughs) (laughs) Our dear friend Clark, who I don't remember. I do know one Clark, but like I know him, he don't know me. So I guess that says more about him. So maybe you have a nothing name. I really kind of (laughs) do. And on that high note, we launch into the plot. (laughs) So Clark Clark Griswold wants to take his family to um, Walt. Walt. Yeah. No, I don't know. (laughs) Um, 
Clark Walt Disney Chris Walt. <laughs> um, wants to take his family to a ripoff uh, Walt Disney World um, in, uh, or I guess Disneyland in Southern California. Well, they call it Wally World. They do call it Wally World, but it is set in Southern California, so I would take that to mean that it is a Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. Fair. Versus the, you know, Thousand Acre Maker Complex that they have in um, in Southern Florida. Quick aside, um, very aside, in the Goofy movie, they go to like... <laughs> they wow, go, you really went afield. Go aside. on. But they are like making their way to a theme park that is mm-hmm. not Disney World. It's like a beaver theme park. Mm-hmm. And why why not Disney World? That's all I'm thinking. Because then they, they would have IP? to be... They would have to be characters at the park that they are... Going yeah, to. I think they would have ripped <laughs> a like, hole in space time that would have absorbed us all. And the infinite garsh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be weird if like sometimes you stare into the yuck, sometimes <laughs> it stares back. <laughs> anyway, so back to National Lampoon's vacation. <laughs> Thanks for going on that journey with me. David just patiently waiting for us to start breathing again. <laughs> don't rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. I don't want to hear your Leave real us alone. <laughs> I'm feeling flush. Um, uh, <sighs> okay. <laughs> it's just, right, no, to be clear, Dan good. and I are sitting over here weeping, and Dan is just waiting for us to be done. Dan is like, so then what happens is. Go ahead, Damon. Okay. Um, so Clark really wants to take his family to this Disneyland facsimile Wally World in Southern California. They themselves live in uh, the Griswolds themselves live in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, so they I take always forget that part. The classic. Yeah. It feels like once a movie, at least he's wearing something Hawks related. That's fair. Hawks or bears. He's yeah, got it depends bears on the season. He wears a yeah. lot. See, when I was a kid, um, those like teams were nothing things to me. So mm, like. It could have been wearing a fictional team. Yeah, the one I know, not to spoil my rating, but the one I know much better, Christmas Vacation, he wears a bear's hat out to cut down the tree, and then at one like Rusty winter morn, a... he's wearing a oh, he's got a Gris- jersey. He's got a Griswold Hawks jersey. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Rusty also wears a Hawks jersey at some point. Yep. Um, it was before the NBA mattered, though, so there's no bears. Ghost. No, no, no bulls. bulls. No bulls. Uh, Pretty much stuff. all. Yeah. Um, and you have to be a baseball agnostic in uh, in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. because yeah. we got two teams, and one of them you can get tickets for five dollars, and one of them won the World Series one time in a thousand years. Three times in a thousand years. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so they live in Chicago, um, and the back then the surest way to get to. Um, Actually, I don't know if that's true because I think Route 66 was technically like deprecated by then, but like still the scenic route. It's the scenic route to get down there. Like it's stitched together. It's no longer maintained as a single highway, but like they clearly follow the route of Route 66. Do do they have to take it to go visit their their brother-in-law? They choose. So the whole idea, and this is like a National Lampoon classic, is that like he wants a big family experience, so they are road tripping when they could be flying. And they just happen, like, the family happens to be on the way, so they decide, like, they do a bunch of little, like, we'll go slightly out of our way to see, you know, the world's biggest ball of twine and stuff. Like, they're doing that sort of stuff, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do think that it's implied that they live not far off the the trail. They, where do they, because they pick up the ant there, right? Right. (laughs) That's got to be pretty close, because that's before they get to the campground, even. Yeah. It's implied maybe it's in, like, Kentucky, but... I mean, that, that would be completely out of I know, that wouldn't make sense, but it, it, it is implied, like, a, like, 
Well, let me. I'll it's Google after it. they I'll go through St. Louis, but it's <clears throat> before all the stuff the Grand Canyon. I was gonna say the brother-in-law lives in like a deserty town, right? Well, it could be New Mexico. It doesn't. I'm on it. You keep explaining. Anyway. The plot. Okay, you go <clears throat> on. Um. So uh, ultimately, it's a it's Coolidge, a very... Kansas. Kansas. That would make sense. That's yeah. on the way. Um. So ultimately, it is a very road trippy movie where they just happen upon a series of like little vignettes, like they get their tires stolen in St. Louis, and they like seems about right. Um, they kids, you notice pick up this plate. <laughs> <laughs> they pick up uh, a very uh, troublesome aunt um, in uh, Kansas, I guess, um, where they stop off to meet Beverly's um, sister and brother-in-law Eddie. Um, Eddie Redmayne. No. No. <laughs> the opposite of an Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> yes. Correct. <laughs> um, and, like, they stay at this horrendous campground, and there's a very upsetting piece with a dog. And, <laughs> yes, um, there is. Uh, they visit the Grand Canyon. I will say the daughter says some very upsetting things during that scene to Eddie's daughter. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. freaked me out real bad. It's problematic. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, eventually, they wind up at Wally World, where Walt ultimately, Walt again, uh, Clark ultimately <laughs> loses his damn mind and takes a security guard hostage <laughs> when they find out that the park is closed for renovations. <laughs> Which, like, even in a pre-internet age, like, I think you would, like, check with somebody. Ahead, probably. Like, yeah. Well, also, like, like what you would probably get closed for renovations, like, in, in the summer. summer. <laughs> like, also, they don't, Close them. They like close a ride yeah. and they yeah. do them like one ride. At, it's like the Golden Gate Bridge where they like fix one ride, they go through the whole park and then they just start all over again. But yeah. they never like close the whole thing. You feel yeah. like you could still do the log flume. Probably the right, log flume least. would be available. Yeah. Don't, um, don't open your mouth when you go down the log flume. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who said boy. we never taught you anything practical <laughs> on this show? How did you get botulism <laughs> from a theme park? <laughs> The same way everybody does. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, and then somehow he avoids like a bunch of uh, criminal charges, and they That's fly back to Chicago. About, oh, avoiding the criminal charges? No, about how he absolutely should not have been able to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought oh. this was gonna be a how-to. <laughs> a little spoiler: This was my idea. I like um, so on to ratings. I would say for this movie in particular i am probably batting like a six or a seven okie dokie uh out of ten um it was an early favorite of mine we've never said out of ten before and now in my mind i was like what if we were always saying out of a hundred <laughs> we're always saying out of hundred. we're always we been bad nothing. at our movies uh it's right, an exponential scale we've all agreed on that. A 9.5 out of a thousand and a half yeah you do the math <laughs> um this was like a big uh, like comedy central uh, like as soon as I caught it on I would watch it until the end type of thing. Um, I also just love all of the vacation movies. Like I think I I think ultimately I just love like road trip movies like really vignette little things. Sure. Um, and yet you don't like sketch comedy TV shows. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Maybe if they had a car in them. Maybe. Well, because, like, you follow, like, a person along the way, you know. 
um, through all of the, the events of the film. That's know? fair. So, um, so yeah, like this is, has like a very like near place in my heart. Um, yeah. So six or seven. Okay. But like I, uh, I also lived in Flagstaff for a little bit and like, um, you know, seeing all of the, the stuff around the Grand Canyon, like it, I was thinking to when I visited myself and just kind of jogged the memory of, I think what we're going to start with, but I don't want to get too deep into it. I'll let Dan steer from there. Okay. Okay. Dan. I would give myself like a four. Okay. I, this is the vacation movie that I know and I hate to say, but I think I would like the least. I think I like both Vegas. I like Vegas more than this and I adore Christmas. So what about Europe? Uh, yeah. Europe's the also ran for me too. Yeah, I think oh, you're yeah. right. I think maybe I'd put Europe in the last place, as evidenced by the fact that I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Europe also has the worst kids. Yeah, that's I true. Think. Are the, who plays the kids? Do you know off the top of your head? Not uh, off the top of my head. Blake Lively's brother. For one. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Blake Lively. I was like, that is incorrect, sir. <laughs> I'm mean? fairly certain. First of all, let's call him Break Lively. <laughs> uh, As is proper and right. Or Steak Lively. No, I forget. I think I went on a, a Wikipedia hole on this one a little while back. But yeah, it's Blake Lively's brother, and I forget the... the um, And girl. And girl. the Who plays the sister. And I'm the girl. Audrey. 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 Yeah. Yep. Audrey and Rusty. I think I prefer... Um... Julia, what's her face in the guy from Big Bang? Big Bang. I was going to say Third Eye Blind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that Which thing. is like not even Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, I was. The wrong thing yeah. also. <laughs> the kids in Vegas are charming twice. too, I think. Yeah, the like Vegas them. kids are pretty good. That's one of the reasons Ethan I Embry like that Ethan Embry is rusty. Aww. And the Audrey, again, is someone who, like, that was kind of the only thing she did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ethan Embry's great. Yeah. He's but so yeah, cute. his plot in Vegas is hilarious. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Um, this one for me is just a smidge, like, edgier, but in a way that took away some of the comedy for me. Yeah. Just a personal yeah. preference. But, like, the jokes are a little bit uh, bluer in this one between the dog and the ant and, like, the fact that it's... When he loses his mind, it's him who perpetrates it instead of, like, normally it's Eddie or somebody around him. Like... Yeah. I don't know. Just, I like it, but it's not one that, there's other ones I would return to first, therefore I did not watch it as much, therefore it is lower ranking for me. It's interesting that that's like, that's the first one, and it's not, I think, as liked as like Christmas, which is a sequel. Christmas I love because, Christmas I return to because it's seasonal, for mm-hmm. one, so like there's always, a, there's, there's at a least annually a reason to watch right. it. Um but I also think like the family stuff is just funnier in Christmas. Yeah, and like, in the end, I think they all come out liking each other more. Like in vacation, like the fun, like the humor comes from the stuff that they pass through more than like anything the family does per se. Sure. Yeah, they so. are they are just blank mirrors of you being like, this is a silly situation that is happening, right? Yeah. Like you're yeah. not vacation. There is a little bit more of it. It also feels a little bit more, uh, to me or not vacation, uh, Christmas, a little bit more like we all have that aunt or that person where it's like, okay, I can put myself in that shoes a little bit. You know what I mean? I also think it's like, you know, I don't, a, I know that a lot of these came from, uh, John Hughes, like personal, like essays of like trips he took with his family. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just like a very like mid century thing that people don't, 
people don't identify with it as much anymore. Whereas like Christmas vacation is a lot more accessible again, because it's a thing that literally happens every year. Yeah. You know, and a lot so. of people do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like big family gatherings where it gets and it a hasn't stressful and that's not different. 1989. But I don't much. feel like as many, and it, it still happens, but as many people do the whole like the cross road country road trip. Yeah. If nothing else is, as our society gets shittier, it's hard to take like three weeks or whatever they take to make this oh, happen. Yeah, they do take a yeah. really long time, huh? Dang. Yeah, I was trying to think about like the vacations that I had as a kid, and all of them were like plane based and probably a lot shorter than I remember them being. The like longest vacation I remember having was when we went to stay in Wisconsin for like, I want to say it was like a week. And it took us like four planes to get there with my teeny tiny grandma being needed to be like tootled onto a, like one of those like uh, grandma cars, <laughs> you know, you know, the cars with benches that take yeah, grandmas yes. to the airport. <laughs> this was pre 9-11. You could go anywhere. Um, uh, my rating is probably pretty low. These movies stress me out real hard. Um, I'd say probably a one and a half. Because I've seen it probably one and a half times. Is this your what about Bob syndrome a little bit? Yeah, I don't don't like people just being horrible. (laughs) Yeah, see, this is where our syndromes differ. Because mine is always about like when people embarrass themselves. Mm -hmm. And like this doesn't bother me because it's so hyperbolic. And it's not like embarrassment so much as it is like reacting poorly. Yeah, But they are all kind of shitty to each other. So I can see why it does trigger your thing. I just don't I don't know. I think I also just feel that way about Chevy Chase in general. That he just doesn't seem to be like safe to be around socially. (laughs) Well, that has proven I think largely to be true. Yeah. It just seems like if you're going to hang around Chevy Chase, you're going to be uh, embarrassed in some way, either for him or for yourself. I don't know that Chevy Chase has the capacity to be embarrassed in like a true That's sense of the I word. That's what I mean. Like, like, because of that, because he's a black hole of embarrassment, it all gets shot out onto you and you have to experience it for him. I don't think you know how black holes work. This is oppo- they don't the, do a lot of shooting out. Black hole. <laughs> it's like, you know what the other side of the black hole is? Like in um, Interstellar, do they go through a black hole? I haven't seen uh yeah, he does actually. See, whatever that movie's bullshit. Yeah, it's like Don't we're talk to me about it. we're all the bookshelves. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that clip. He like touches lots of books, and through them he sees his daughter, and that seems to be what love means. Correct, you nailed it. Great, I don't have to see that movie. <laughs> what I do want to see is that robot that looks like three bl- bricks. That part was cool. That yeah. robot. Yeah. That was me. neat. That movie had me for like two and a half hours, which says a lot. Like correct. And then loses me literally in the last like forty five minutes. I was right like, there. Yeah, it feels like it sings a sweet, beautiful siren song to people for like the three quarters of the movie, and then kicks you in the nuts when you get too close. Well, it felt like they tried to two thousand and one it, mm. and their ending did not play. It is so, like if he just turned into a space baby. It would have been. Fine. I mean, but you got to two thousand and one. They took a swing. They did. And it landed, and I felt like Interstellar was like, we will also take a swing. And I was like, you should not have. <laughs> you never tried. It is a symphony where the last stanza is played with a melodica. Like, <laughs> from someone's butt? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, but we're not talking about that. Matthew McConaughey's not even in this movie. No. But he's the kid. The man, Matthew McConaughey of the 80s sure is Randy Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you insulted a lot of people in one sentence there. I think there's a Quaidissance coming. <laughs> if he's ever allowed back in the United States, there's a Quaidissance coming. I don't know. I think Dennis is trying. Dennis is trying for a Quaidissance. No. Because he's in that movie about being a bad neighbor. 
which also gives me hives. Being bad neighbor. It's like the stalker or something. Oh like breaks yeah. Breaks into people. He's like no, That's it's my not house. a bad neighbor. Yeah, I think it's he. Somebody people move into his house and he's the crazy old man. But I, I don't think remember it's the name. Based of him. on that real story, did you hear about that? The like the night watch man or something. The like this pe- this couple moved into a very fancy house and they wanted to like change some things about the house and they kept getting these anonymous letters from someone being like, I'm oh, that watching is getting you. Adapted. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm the keeper of the house. And you better not touch nothing. And then they tried to sell it without telling anybody that's what was going on. The Intruder. There it is. Was the name of that movie. It seems like it may, it means Dennis Quaid is an angry man with a baseball bat. And anyway. Or, and or a gun. But anyway, Quaidessance on the way. Let's <laughs> revel in the original Quaid. <laughs> Let's hope there's not a Quaidessance. I don't want, I don't want nor need that. <laughs> All right, well, I have So where's stuff. the money, Dan? Yeah. Well, no, you told me you wanted to talk about something. I did. You want to talk about it? Oh, well, I thought you... The way you implied when we were doing ratings is that, like, you were hitting it, and then we'd go from there. Yeah, but wait. But we you, can get around. What well, did you okay. want to talk about? So what I wanted to talk about was um, in... Uh, I would say that's kind of like the halfway mark, I would say. Um, yeah, just on the other side of... I would say it's the beginning of the climax, because it's officially where... Well, I, or... Well, <laughs> <laughs> Walt Griswold. Why is it? Um, Walt hold on, Griswold? everybody. Everybody, just be quiet. Let's just get a clean take of him saying Clark, and then I'll edit and Liz it can in. edit it in drop every it in. time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like when I did the Wilhelm scream. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's just like when Clark. Griswold. Actually, if you could, I'll try. Clark. <laughs> Clark. <laughs> oh, a snort. We don't get those too often. Um, I just the Clark. <laughs> um, so. It's right when I think Clark starts to lose his mind officially. It's like slowly been unwinding over the course of the film. But so they are visiting the Grand Canyon just after several of their suitcases have fallen off the back of the, the, uh, what's the name of the station wagon? Sports wagon. Sports wagon? Hold on. Is that what they call it? No, it's the Uh, family truckster. Yes. The The family family truckster. truckster. Because he wanted the like sports wagon. Oh, this is like a rental car? No, No, he he buys a new car. That's dumb. For this. It was super dumb. Um, Eugene Levy uh, talks him into, dry, into buying this like piece of crap. He's been around for a thousand years. Yeah. Um, and his son is poised to take over his mantle. Uh, so a bunch of their luggage falls off the car that also appears to contain all of their um, credit cards. It contains her credit cards, so he cancels them all. That's stupid. And then, obviously, his are then canceled also. because of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't put uh, your, first of all, don't put your credit card in your overhead bin. Yeah, that seemed silly to me too, but Seriously. here we are. Yeah. It's a long trip. You I don't guess, know what but she it's was a thinking. small card. Yeah. Keep um, it in your purse where you keep your checks mix. So That's all I have a purse for. <laughs> <laughs> Cards and checks mix. Cards and checks mix. In a moment and of, my keys. <laughs> in a moment of desperation, he tries to cash a check with the hotel that they're staying at, at the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. Um, and they won't uh, give him the cash until the check clears, um, and it's, like, over a weekend, so they would have to stay for several days oh, and yeah. he, into his, like, travel plans. Um, so the, um, the registrar at the hotel like walks away and leaves the the register open mm-hmm. and um wh- clark um <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna do it with my clark. voice clark <laughs> and then every this time was the, you say you should do it like an, a documentary this is the moment 
that we knew Damon had lost it when he said Walt for yeah, try yet and a do fifth it with a time. Herzog voice. The times were dark. <laughs> <laughs> and together we decided to stand to the void. <laughs> um, Clark uh, takes the check that he was going to give him anyway and uh, shoves it into the, the cash register and takes uh, an unseen amount of money out. Um, Hopefully the same amount. I would, you would think, but he does it very quickly, and I can't imagine that he counts it out appropriately. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't imagine he counts it out. But and then still a crime. flees. Still well, a crime. If you have to flee, it's a crime. But here's the thing about fleeing that crime: your checks have your name printed on them, you and your address, can. and your address, oh. and your bank account here's, number. Here's where I'd get them. Well, the bank account number would be a trick, wouldn't it? But mine, my checks, because I never write checks, have my maiden name and my address in Pennsylvania on them. So I'd have at least like a month to get ahead of them. <laughs> Until someone came after your parents. Yeah. yeah screw them. <laughs> I love you, Mom. And then the Secret Service shows up at your door and takes you away. Right, but I've got explosive gum. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always in a room with an aquarium. Yes, and Ving Rhames is my best friend. Um, Hold on. I th- he got a rubber band. <laughs> I don't know how he got a rubber band, but I watched him climb up a thing and come down with a rubber band. <laughs> what? He quacked at me. He quacked. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. He gets so mad when you don't let him do things that'll hurt himself. <laughs> so, Dan. So, Dan, how much of a crime is that? Uh, I mean... On a scale of one to you're dead now. A large crime. Not <laughs> from, like, the leaving the check there. Just from theft. Yeah, theft is That's a crime. just straight up theft. But he lost the check, so it's not really theft. The money is in the paper. <sighs> I was trying to decide if they would just cash the check and if it covered it, if they'd bother pursuing it. Right. Like, I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still a crime. Like, if you shoplift something and then bring it back to the store, you still left with it in the first place. Yeah. So it's still a crime. But Which is he, why I in, never go back when the cashier accidentally presses the up my grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why my nearest grocery store is 15 miles away yes, from my house. I am on the run. <laughs> I can't go back to that, Mariano. So it is just, just normal theft. Just theft that he's bad at. Yeah, bad theft. I'm just trying to decide if they'd pursue it. Because in theory, in this thing, he kind of bribes this cashier. Because if you recall, he wants... Uh, $300, if I recall. I have it written down. Um, no, the hotel wants $300. And so, yeah, he was gonna, he wrote him a check for a thousand, basically, just to like try to incentivize him. It was like, you give the hotel the 300 and you, you can keep the other 700 That's a bad bribe. He's yes. bad at bribing. Especially because. Start with $5. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially because that's in whatever, 83. Yeah. In today's money, that's like. The whole thousand dollars is like twenty six hundred, so of that, like eighteen hundred of it is a bribe for this clerk. Oh my god! The food at his business is very good. I was gonna Apparently. say, yeah. So yeah, I mean, my guess is that the clerk just see the problem though is you're in a hard situation if you're the registrar because you have a potentially eighteen hundred dollar bribe sitting there. However, if that check doesn't clear. You have to go to your management 10 days later and, and tell them $600. Well, and tell them, oh, hey, I just remembered a heinous crime happened here, <laughs> but I forgot to mention it for like a week. Whoops. So we're all cool, right? You do that thing that uh, 
not for crime that I do, but when you work at a job and someone on the phone is mad at you about something, you go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a temp, I don't know. And, like, <laughs> you just pretend that you started just, like, you know, three days ago and hope that they didn't know you very well. <laughs> Never tried that, but that's kind of genius. Oh, yeah. Liz, I've been calling you for six years. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Liz, this is this is your husband, Damon. I was no, asking no. about where we're going to meet tonight. This is Deborah. Liz is sick. <laughs> she didn't want to worry you. Click. I got to go by. And then you never see me again. That's how it'll happen. My thing here is, though, I don't know how this would work so i looked up some other money stuff that we'll talk about in a second but i'm just like now thinking through the crime in depth theft i don't know how this works across state lines because in theory he basically immediately goes across state lines Uh right because i mean just because the road trip is continuing does that compound his crime no i don't think it compounds his crime because it only occurred in one place he didn't like it wasn't, it's not like if you steal property. I think you then have to go do another crime in another Yeah, it state. doesn't become worse to take the property further, unless it's a child, in which case it's far worse, or a human of any sort, really. Weird to call a child property, but I guess you're not wrong. Well, if you're kidnapping, I think they are. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. But anyway. Bring me back my property. <laughs> but anyway, like, it's not worse to take it further. I'm just thinking about, like, I don't know, because I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> if you have to, like, arrest him in this state because like in theory they could just call the chicago cops and be like he did a theft um, you get him he did do a crime he he done did it you go you go gets him would that be so but i don't know like what their jurors do they have to extradite him to right that's what i don't know where, and where arizona. arizona arizona for the grand canyon okay but, oh sure um but I, that's what i'm saying i don't know like who can get him with this and how I believe it's the type of thing where, like, if he were to get into any legal trouble in Illinois after getting back and, like, they found another state's An outstanding, like, warrant for him. him. I was going to say, is this pre or post the... um... It's pre (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. Okay, well, now that's cleared up. (laughs) Then he can get on a plane anytime he wants. Um, No, I mean, you know, the the FBI's, like, they are... um, uh, state cops were not communicating with each other for a very right. long time. Right, they now have an interconnected system. Yeah, and, like, the internet helped with that a lot. But, like, for a really long time, like, serial killers were getting away with stuff because they'd commit crimes in one state and then move. It's probably early enough that I imagine that, especially being in, like, very far north remote Arizona, it would be difficult for that information to get out Really, yeah, really, I think the thing that would actually hurt him the worst in this situation, because thinking about it, I'm not sure how he gets caught for this crime, except I think the hotel calls his bank. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that gets him in trouble somehow. Maybe not legal trouble, but but maybe the bank, yeah, freezes his account or cancels his account or... yeah. There seems to be some recourse for the hotel here that has negative implications for him that maybe isn't... He goes, like, Chicago cops show up at his door and take him to Arizona jail. But perhaps something, like, with his bank as Maybe, the consequence. Yeah, some sort of fine. The, the, they, like, fine him for, like, uh, un, unsavory behavior. And yeah, like, or something. Yeah, I'm like not a, sure. There's fines for, like, post-dating checks, right? Yeah. So, I mean, checks bounce. You, yeah. get a, you can get a penalty and what have you, but... Again, this seems different because it feels like it should be more crime. severe because, like, you're basically saying 
But I guess I don't know what the bank could do other than like freezing his accounts and canceling all his accounts. Yeah. But I don't know like And if they've already run the check, technically they already have the money. Like. Well, you also have to think too, like. That's what I'm saying. They would have had to call that check in, I think. I don't think there's like an electronic system for doing. They maybe could have faxed it. But like, sure. but do you think that they did they call it in already before? No, I they think say it's the type of thing that like it would sit in a pile until like start of business the oh, next Monday. That makes sense too because there wouldn't like, be like an answering machine. No, yeah, and you would read someone's routing like, number over an answering machine anyway. That seems risky. Well, yeah, it would just like their account number. Routing numbers are fine. Yeah. yeah, everybody's routing number is the same. Everybody's routing number is not depending the same. on where you are location. Yes. Oh, okay. Your routing number and mine based. are different because my account started in Pennsylvania. Oh, fancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I think that it would probably like sit and wait on like a pile until Monday. Yeah, you're like, probably right for the banks to open. Then it's a crime. Then you yeah. should go to jail. So really, what should have happened? It depends on how fast the system would have been updated. Because in theory, when he got in trouble in California. They should have been able to find that he went, he was in trouble somewhere else yeah. and realize that he's like done a string of crimes across this great nation. And uh, then the Secret Service would have come after him. And then he yeah. would have had explosive gum. FBI. They can cross state lines. They can cross state lines. Do you think this but is the, FBI worthy? The Secret Service or Treasury Police. That's true. So like, oh. Being a financial crime, I imagine they would get involved. That's fun. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You saved the president's life and also money's life. Good job. Most well, half of that's good. That's most of the time. Most of the time, I feel pretty confident about saying protecting the president's life seems like a good thing. Yeah. This is a dark time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Keep a man alive. You know, I don't like anybody dying, but like. But still put Harriet Tubman on a bill. It's yeah, not that I mean, hard. That's not that hard. If you're in charge it's of the money. It's just blatant racism. We already have yeah. pictures of her. Like, yeah, we got yeah. Just shrink them down and make them green. Like shrink them down, <laughs> make them green, print them on some fabric, call it a day. Or just say that it's racism and stop saying that it's anything else. Yeah, quit yeah. trying to justify why you want your weird old racist on our twenty dollar bill when he didn't believe in anything but the gold standard anyway. So yeah, <laughs> so he's rolling in his grave anyway. Yeah, he's in like, hell. Oh, dare. well then maybe that's why. Maybe we're all like stick it to Andrew Jackson. Our <laughs> <racist> <laughs> Every time you spend a twenty, remember it defiles his memory. <laughs> I honestly don't want to get on his bad side. Yeah, if he there does is seem an like afterlife. a vengeful ghost. <laughs> yeah, he, his is a vengeful presence oh, for sure. Could you imagine his beady little sunken in eyes staring at you from the foot of your bed? Yeah. That'll haunt me tonight. Especially if like you are like your best self in the afterlife. That means he is like him at his strongest. And, like, <laughs> his most, evil has like, been refined. Form. Most shillelaying. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, man. The only president who's ever been stopped from committing an assassination. <laughs> On someone else. <laughs> On his own assassin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they do make 3D printing like uh, stamps that you can get that are Harriet Tubman faces that fit right over top of Andrew Jackson's face, and it's not technically a crime because the money is not you didn't defaced. like yeah you didn't defile the um, amount or try to like defraud anybody, and it's still accepted at most vending machines, which is the, the trick I used to run into when I tried to draw silly faces on Andrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a pre-internet age, I don't think that he would have been. I don't think it would have shown up yet. Yeah, I think he gets away with this, unless he ever causes trouble in Arizona. In Arizona, right. or maybe well, kind of does. significant trouble in Chicago, but which there's ways around that. Well, what about when he the SWAT causes team a team does hole. come to his house in Christmas vacation? <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I think he lives on the lam for like four years and until that movie, Christmas and then he spends. Happens. The reason there was no more after that is because he spent the rest of his life in Arizona jail. I want to make a <laughs> small podcast series just like called "The Many Crimes of Clark Griswold." Of Walt Griswold. Yeah, of Walt Griswold. I would of Walt Griswold. Of Walter White Griswold. Um, <laughs> I would do that, just like a mini arc, a mini yeah. so you just take every like crime that he does over the course of the like eight vacation movies which speaking of with this one so this is the classic right the rich guy sees the error of his ways and like forgives him Uh which kind of works in christmas vacation because like the rich guy is just you know what like i'm not pressing charges in this case the rich guy can forgive him and that security guard could still press a number of charges. He assaults the security guard? He kidnaps the security he guard. He kidnaps oh. him, forces him to like turn kidnap- on all the rides. Is, is it kidnapping if you keep him in the, the adult <laughs> you napping? You don't go anywhere? <laughs> no, is it kidnapping if you like keep him in the amusement park that you found him in? <laughs> it's, it's like, I think that's not a crime if hostage taking. I'm pretty but. sure that's squatting. <laughs> Either way, it's assault or battery. No, it would be assault, I guess, because he like holds him up at gunpoint. Which turns out to be a BB gun, but still he holds him up at gunpoint. It can get up under your skin and give you a real bad infection. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep an eye on that. Yeah. Man. Technically, anytime you fear for your if you're fearing for your safety, that is assault. <laughs> yeah. You don't actually have to be harmed. That's battery. That's fair. I used to work at a murder mystery dinner theater as one of the actors, and you had to blend in with the audience so they wouldn't know you were an actor until you like stood up and had a fake blood packet under your shirt. But um we were sitting there in this table with a bunch of old people and this old guy uh, like talked to several other tables to get both a butter knife and a salt shaker so that he could make the assault with a deadly weapon joke. <laughs> but it was like so much work for him to the get a salt The longest walk for the shortest drink of water. He had like ask a waiter to go get him a salt shaker because they didn't have it at the table. He should have just brought his own. He really should He knew he was going to do it. Joke, yeah, like, clearly. It was a weird dad joke. You also, have in your weird fine dining at this dinner place that they were like, no, our food's perfectly salted. No, it was hotel food is why. <laughs> they were like, we don't care they were about like, whether or not you they were, were like legally one... not allowed to put more salt on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. They were like, one more iota of salt and, and it will be lethal. it's not food anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, also one time uh, I was sat at a table where uh, one of the other actors' moms tried to get me to, like, take her son's number. She was like, he's great. He's in this. He's one of the detectives. See, that's him. Do you want his number? And I was like, oh, that's okay. And then later I had to be like, hey, dude, your mom tried to give me your number. (laughs) (laughs) You need to talk to her about boundaries. And he was like, oh, my God. (laughs) It was great. Anyway, that show was dumb. This show, very fun. Rate us and review us. <laughs> so uh, tell me more about this assault. Oh, no, that's just that that's that he could go to jail for. Like, if the rich guy is like, <laughs> I'm not pressing any charges, the security guard could have been like, I am, I am. And then they would take him to jail because the security guard has every right to do that. Can Actually, we- both of them do because there was another one that he like hog ties and leaves there. Oh. He that's goes with John Candy, but he leaves the other one. Oh, John Candy seems like a nice enough guy. He's the best. He might forgive. Of, of a kidnapping that didn't go anywhere. I don't know. You ever seen Uncle Buck? No. Oh, really? But I did make the pancakes from it once. You should see Uncle Buck. You, should watch it. you think I'd like yeah. it? It's entertaining. You think I'd like it, or you think it'd stress me out? Is he like? Is he? Is he like a Confederacy of Dunces sort of person? No, no. He's just like 
he's the rough uncle that the yeah. family doesn't invite around a lot because he's a bad influence uh, he, on their kids. Yeah, he uncle. is a person. It's not so much like dunces. He's just like a person who should not be left in charge of kids who is left in charge of kids. Okay. Who's okay. like, it's kind of like me going into parenthood where I'm like, what age <laughs> am I allowed to give them cigarettes? Like two, right? Dan, and never. everyone else is like, no, that's, you did bad. Like, <laughs> give them cigarettes is not on the list of things parents but that's do. what I'm saying like there's that thing where you're like as an adult you're like when can kids watch R-rated movies they're like four right and, and like, like that's him the whole movie like with more things okay that seems fine I think I'd like that that sounds like if if you if Jack wasn't a sad movie and they just let Jack babysit all the other kids think about it <laughs> So no more money. <laughs> no, well, the, the other thing I want to do is very quickly figure out how much this damn thing costs them. So we've already oh, gone yeah. for a while, so I'm just going to f- fly through it. The trip? I will be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, oh. There's 15 minutes of cold over well, in this yes. podcast, so we're under. It's but I, at some oh, point, cool. also have to get to bed. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, so they lose all four of their rims when they're noticing yeah. all that plight. Those tend to be about 30 to 50 bucks per. Okay. So call it 160, right in the middle, four rims. Uh, Eddie needs... Um, For what? Does he say? uh, It seems like he's behind on his house. On his house. (laughs) He is, at this point, not technically stealing, I suppose. I don't know that it's actually a crime, per se, unless she has dementia, which she does not seem to, so it's not really elder abuse. But he is using the aunt's social security checks to try to keep up on his house payments. Well, is she living there? Yes. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's unless she doesn't like know an extended it. visit, though. Oh, I see. more than. But like, again, that's okay yeah. too. Like, I could take social security money and help somebody pay off their house as long as there's certain there's out like of certain, my cold dead hands certain <laughs> gifting limits and stuff. As long as it's just not again. If she was mentally unaware of what she was doing, then it'd be elder abuse. But sure. you don't get that impression. But they but. do leave her on the side of the road, right? No, they leave her corpse at, <laughs> at someone's <laughs> house. I forgot she died. At her nephew's house. Yes. She's on Phoenix. the sidewalk? She was taking... Uh, they put her around back in a chair. Yeah. In like a By lawn chair. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. In a rainstorm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. In Phoenix. I, I believe they strapped Seems her likely. to the in roof August. at one point. In August, you get lots of rain? Yeah. yeah. Loads of rain. July oh. and August. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Monsoon season. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Let's go there sometime. I'd love to. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anywho. So... So, but you get the impression that he doesn't give him $52,000, so I did not put that in my count. Okay, that does seem like an exorbitant amount of money to He does say he gave him $500, though. That's a lot of money I mean, to give someone. Especially Here's then. The thing. Never give anybody that you know money that you expect to see back. It'll Correct. always be a nice surprise if they do pay you back. But if you give away money to someone you know... It's gone. It's gone. Just treat it like a gift. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they say it's just a loan, it's not. It's a gift. Yeah. That's fair. With interest. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to... You can only gift somebody up to $15,000 a year, but you can loan them basically an unlimited amount, but then you have to charge a certain minimum interest or the IRS calls it a gift and reclassifies it as a gift. So can you charge just a bunch of interest but not expect them to pay it back at any time? Like, you do have to report to collections at a certain point. Though, uh, I, I was going to say, like, we, yes or be no, like, one of two things can happen. There. Okay. You can charge interest and forgive the interest, mm-hmm. but when you get forgiven interest, it becomes income to the other person, which oh. would mean you gave it's them income, the which would again. mean it's a gift. And okay. then you have to loan them more money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> An endless cycle. Um, but if it's kind of like, we've talked about like 
piercing the veil of like corporate, like being incorporated where if, if you're incorporated, but you don't really do all the things that corporations do, they'll just, they'll suit, like they will say, okay, you didn't actually have a corporation. So now people can sue you instead of your business. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we've talked about that for other stuff. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. If you never collect or had any intention of collecting and they can reasonably prove that, then they can unwind it and be like, this was that not was allowed. That was a gift the whole time. Like, yeah. <sighs> you can do some fancy things. Like you say, can, can make you it... charge like a dollar? No. Oh. There is a federal minimum on what you can charge, oh. which varies based on interest rates. It's pretty low right now. It's like 3 or 4%, but okay. you do have to charge it. You can do some fancy things like make it a really long loan period so the payments are really small, or you can do what's called a balloon payment, which is like you don't have to pay anything until 15 years from now, then you have to pay it all at once if you like think you're going to get an inheritance or something like there's there's fancy ways you can do it but you can't not collect and just be like but it's a loan wink interesting you know what i mean not that i would ever loan any money to anybody or i'm in a position to do so but that's very interesting the limits of what you can say versus what you have to actually do Hmm. Hmm. but anywho yeah so fifty two thousand dollars would have been over his gifting limit for sure that would have been a it would have been long. much lower back then anyway, but and Eddie would not pay him back. And technically, Absolutely it would have been not. he would have been able to give him. Well, if he did get any, no, money he could have maybe done it because every person can give every person fifteen thousand. So like, if all of his so kids, four of them gave so him. he and his wife could have each given him fifteen, so that's thirty, and then his wife fifteen, which would have been sixty. Oh, oh sure. I so see. Okay. He could have done it. Every yeah. person can give every person 15, unlimited amount of times. You just can't give any one person more than, more than 15. Per year? Per year. Okay. And that number has changed over time, but like generally just goes up with inflation. And that's why the government doesn't want to recognize polyamorous couples. Thruples. <laughs> Stop saying thruple. <laughs> Never say thruple on this podcast again. <laughs> you have or to anywhere else. At least like four more times now. Ugh, no, I don't. <laughs> it makes my mouth itch. So he's robbed by his mechanic. For 500 bucks. Um, Which he already gave to Eddie. And then the three tents that they rent cost 40 bucks, $37. And then he leaves this $1,000 for the bank teller. Stupid. And then, long story short, I figured out what gas would be. Oh. Um, I figured out how many miles per gallon his car would have, how many miles between Chicago and I just did... Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. A very long story, very uh, short. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Miles per gallon, cost per gallon of that time. Basically, long story short, it cost him $176. Um, this is amazing. In I'm just 83. Like, I'm really impressed that you just like were like, I looked up the make and model of the car and the gas mileage and gas prices for then. Fun fact, it wasn't, but they based it on something, so I used the car it was based on. Interesting. Oh, okay. Cool. It was based on a 1979 Ford LTD Count Country Squire. Any car with wood paneling is garbage, in my opinion. I'm Ford LTD, the country squire. <laughs> <laughs> I got kicked in the head by a horse and now I can see, <laughs> now I can both see again. <laughs> well, I guess we decided I what really we're using to, for the cold that, open. It felt strong to me. <laughs> so anyway, all in. Um, if that check got cashed. Oh, and I added the price of the car as well because he they... He to buy it totally destroy that car oh. yeah well not because they had to buy it because in theory they bought a new one but like after the trip it would have just been their family's car sure. you know what yeah. i mean like it, they might have just been due to upgrade and they're like we'll upgrade for the trip and it'll be lo- lovely but they would have he to then it. buy another one does he like drive on the into other Wally side World? what happens no they, they take it off the, the he gets distracted on the highway and he and like goes off a 
flings it into the desert. Yeah. Yeah. So how did they get to Wally World after that? The mechanic who rips them off, like, patches it back together. But, like, there's a joke where they, like, drive off the lot and the wheels are clearly, like... Wobbly, wobbly. Yeah, Yeah. like, to the point of this car is not... Okay, maybe they'd have it for another year or two, but... Bad car. Yeah, it's not what it once was and probably never will be. That poor family fun wagon? That sounded... Family truckster. Family Family truckster? truckster? Yeah. Okay. Family fun wagon sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't ever say that or throuple ever again. <laughs> so all in, this would have cost him about seventy five hundred bucks, which in today's day and age would have cost about twenty grand. Oh my god! A little under twenty grand. Twenty grand. A lot of that is the car. Sure. Admittedly, but you don't even, even get to keep it at the end. Like entrance. admission to. Uh, like a fake Disneyland. Though. Yeah, he didn't Either. even pay for tickets. He just yes, kidnapped correct, a man. correct, because he kidnapped a man. Oh, that's true. But I mean, like... He didn't pay for tickets. He did pay for That's another crime. thing, because, like, I think even back then, like, that was... You would have called you ahead and, like, buy a week pass yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and they'd mail it to you. You'd have tickets, like, for an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. And this does not include things like food and stuff. I mean, there is stuff in here that would need to be added, but... Yeah. Uh, Still, 20 grand for uh, a road trip like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a uh, a friend in high school whose family uh, took like the five, like their five kids and their like spouses, like adult spouses. Oh, to I was imagining children. Well, like they were, they were, we <laughs> were in true. college. No, it was. <laughs> it was their five kids who all had adult spouses. <laughs> it's it was horrifying. It's <laughs> very so weird. this Mormon couple that you knew did what? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um, but they took them all to uh, Disney World when we were in college, and like it, I can't even begin to imagine the costs that? associated with that. Yeah, like that is the thing I regret though. I wanted to go to Disney World once as an adult, pre having kids, because I've heard it's actually pretty fun to go as an adult. It is. It's also very weird. Like it I feels, believe that too. You feel like you walked behind the scenes, like walking around. What I can maybe do though is my in-laws live uh, in LA, so I could maybe go and like drop kid off before they get too old, or that would be cruel, and go to Disneyland. But yeah, yeah, when they're not like aware of it, you'd probably be. Fine. Uh, yeah, when they're like two and don't care, not when they're like six and desperately want to see whatever Disney movie character is now there at that time. Oh man, I can't even imagine. It'll probably just be like a redo of Moana by that point, right? Moana with White Princess? Yeah, but like the live action Moana. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic Moana. Problematic <laughs> Moana. Um, yeah, yeah. I, well, I say that about going to Disney World as an adult, but I also like went with like an employee friend who walked me around. So oh, cool. I'm not sure how much Completely of that was shattered like. the glass for you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, in a good way, like a lot of the stuff is really cool, like the behind the scenes stories. And she pointed out a lot of details that I probably wouldn't have noticed on my own because that place is huge and very overwhelming. Yes. But you do kind of see how very thoroughly they work to make you feel very magical and like effortlessly. So things just sort of show up for you. And if you're having a bad time, someone will magically appear and like make it okay. Yeah. Which I don't think is a good lesson, but <laughs> better that than screaming everyone everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I just like didn't, I haven't gone since I was a child and it's a thing that I've heard is like fun for adults. Although I did meet uh, this couple, when we were on vacation, we met this other couple that we like had dinner with and chit-chatted with a bit and that like Disney World is like their thing. Oh yeah. And they go like, they live in, they lived in Georgia so it wasn't super far from them but they go like four times a year and oh, my they're like, God. super into it and I was like, 
why? It's like, like you're an adult. It's a family meeting place of choice for like four or five of my friends. And like, it's so expensive. I don't know. Like, Not even that. I'm just like, also like you're... Uh, I know. What, like, what more does it hold for you? I guess it is like, it, it does have everything. I have to like, imagine. you know, food and drink and like... Except the ability to escape your prison island. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's it is. one giant casino. It is a little bit. It has bit. a lot of entertainment till you want to leave, and then Sal doesn't let you. <laughs> With like no opportunity to get your money back. Yeah. <laughs> Sal W. Disney. Um, but it does, it does mean you spend most of your time waiting in lines unless you spend a lot of money on things to make you skip the lines, which makes everybody else wait in lines for longer. I would want to go to the craft stuff. Like the stuff that, like... There's no the, lines like, nobody for Nobody waits in line for it. This stuff is like months from being shut down, actually. <laughs> like, the uh, stuff that I have a 40 to 50% chance of death anytime I ride it. No, yeah, no, that's no. like we're Only one lines. person has ever died in the park. It's <laughs> not true. And many have been horribly injured and many, died on the way on to the, the way. hospital. Many have died many below have died the park. <laughs> 15 feet outside of park property. Oh, they're about to die. Get him out, get him out, get him out. <laughs> Into the catapult that shoots them over the walls. Yeah, Jess did tell me a bunch of very upsetting stories about people that she knew who died on, not she knew, but like she knew of stories of people who died on rides because they had like heart conditions they didn't know about. I mean, they are like major, they are major thrill parks that have been open for 60 years. Yeah, like, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, gonna happen. Right? But. Well, they did like, they slowed down Space Mountain because of a kid who died on it because he had a heart condition no one knew about. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so blame that kid for Space Mountain. Oh, <laughs> no, don't do that. It's still not oh. like Traction Park, though. Like, it's not Traction Park. You know. Oh, man. Do you know about Traction Park? I don't think so. It's actually called Action Park. It's this place in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, that was near where I grew up ish, kind of, um, where there's a water slide that has a loop the loop in it. <laughs> you go down just on your own and you have to hope you are exactly the right weight and shape <laughs> to go scooching through that thing because also it's sealed like you don't get out of it it's just a closed tube you get in and hope you come out and not everybody did <laughs> and every someone built that and was like seems good <laughs> <laughs> Kids got fucking murdered in that park. <laughs> and it's not a little loop to loop. Although I think that'd be worse if you get all like, stuck in a little No, but I'm shit. seeing like centrifugal force failing directly at the top oh, where they're yeah. just like, Wee! All Thunk. the time. <laughs> all the time. Gravity is a thing. Oh man. oh, man. And people get skinned all the shit on the way down in yeah. the first place anyway. It was not well built. That place is closed now. Imagine like every. Imagine every like regional theme park you've been to in your life and then pretend like that entire thing was made by hand. Like, <laughs> by a guy who kind of knew what was up. Who yeah. <laughs> was like, kids like loop-de-loops and gravity be damned. Yeah. If there's <laughs> enough water in it, it'll be slippery and then gravity doesn't apply. I don't think there was enough water in it either. It was like, it was basically just a slide. Because <laughs> like, how do you it get water to slide. come up? <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. Although I will say the one place that I didn't get to go when I was a kid that I kind of regret um, was this place called Dutch Wonderland, <laughs> like Lancaster, Pennsylvania-ish. And it's just got this like big Dutch pirate. It's a water park, but it looks like a death park. And there's a giant like fiberglass Dutch pirate in the middle of it. And he is a water slide. And it's all run by the Amish? I think so. Awesome. <laughs> Until there is less measles, I don't think anyone should go to a water park. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 
said, yeah, don't go anywhere with any, like, if you've got open cuts, stay Just don't go from. anywhere with anything. Don't go anywhere. Or an open mouth. <laughs> or What did I say about the long flume? Don't go down with an open mouth. Stay uh, home, listen to this podcast, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say about Clark Griswold? No. Okay. Clark. 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 No. No. Do you want to say this Clark? would all be solved if he budgeted like for a family vacation the, the right way. The way that he flings money around. Which is like, just do the big stuff first and get that reserved so that you like know what that is going to cost you and then budget out the small stuff like day by day. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I've spent like, <clears> I have $1,000 for this, so here's like the four big things we want to do that are going to cost us 500 and then like that if it's a five-day vacation or a week vacation that leaves us like 80 dollars a day for like maybe today we want to get ice cream but maybe that means we don't go on a nice meal and maybe tomorrow we have you know like you just like then you i mean i think ultimately these movies are just about white privilege and like how enough money can get you out of most anything hmm, that's fair like that's all the thing that like about the, how the only people who won't eat the rich are the other rich yeah too fatty. Well, I saw the thing the other day. It was like punishable by fine pretty much means legal for rich people. Like Yes. You know, yes. Oh, that's, that's true. Like, huh. if, if it's anything to do with money, anybody rich could just get away yeah. with it. That's why murder needs to be punishable by something other than money. And food additives have been very, very, very nice for the Griswolds. That non-nutritive so. uh, cereal varnish. That's <laughs> the wallet. <laughs> Also, I feel like if he just had some patience, probably a lot of his problems would get solved, too. Like, he just tries to be the big man on campus. And like... Also, like, is John Hughes' dad okay? Like, <laughs> does somebody need to talk yeah, to him? Yeah, these are, like, like, vignettes of his life. Like, what does that say about his dad? Honestly, well, it's like the... like the His dad, the Zodiac Christmas Killer. Story kid. His dad, Ted Cruz is his dad. <laughs> well, it says a lot to, like... I wonder what that uh, means. Like, joke. What does that say about Rusty, like, being this, like, silent... Like John just Hughes straight man standing. figure in all of these movies. From what I understand about John Hughes, he was a pretty quiet guy. Yeah, uh, that makes me think of like all of the stories that are based on like memoirs of kids, like the Christmas Story kid. Like uh-huh. his childhood seems a little bleak. He was also a child in the '30s, so yeah. Like, was he? That movie is unclear. I don't know. You see him, and he looks like he would have been a child in the '30s. Sure, I yeah. think so, based on. I mean, he's listening to a radio program. Like, his big yeah. entertainment is he's waiting for his, like, radio show to come on. Yeah, and Little Orphan Annie. And, like, The Wizard of Oz is, like, a like a big significant thing. Yeah, the decoder rings are really hot. Yeah. You want to take us out? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. Uh, as always, as I said probably 30 times in this episode, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, especially or your podcatcher of choice. It helps people hear us and makes it feel like we're not just, you know, super narcissists screaming into the void. Um, thanks as always. Yucking <laughs> infinite yuck. Uh, um, thanks also to our composer, Charles e. Miller for her music. Uh, catch her on Spotify or if you're in LA, she's performing all the time and you should check her out. Um, I know that good for her. Yeah. She's amazing. I love her so much. Uh, good for you, Charlesy. You rate us. We'll rate you. Yeah, she doesn't listen to podcasts, so. Well, I don't she listen to her in California, so there we go. go. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, 
did you did other you, stuff are you okay <laughs> uh email us your suggestions for other podcast ideas or how we can work in the mummy i keep thinking of an angle and i can't come up with one on make believe money podcast at gmail.com and you what know a specific ask maybe that's always been our problem we don't have a more specific ask about really, vis-a-vis the mummy please email me about the mummy if you have other ideas i don't want to hear them <laughs> just mummy just want to hear about the mummy i'll or respond to the other emails national Liz will treasure to book mummy. of secrets i'd also take suggestions about that one not the first one don't care about it (laughs) there it is uh you know see you next time okay bye